Living the Truth is a podcast for creative humans who don't like to fit in a box, who have multiple passions to follow, who are curious and eager to forge their own path in their own unique, messy, and human way, who are ready to make things happen on their own terms and in their own time. This is a safe space for honest, deep, and meaningful conversations about living your truth out loud as a creative. Welcome to the third episode of Living Your Truth podcast. I have a beautiful story to share with you today. Our guest, Jill, is sharing her story of embracing her love for drawing and making art, doing the work, finding the courage to share her work online, and building confidence along the way too. I hope you enjoy. Hi. So good to have you here. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Tell us all about you. What do you do? Where are you in the world? And how and when you started? Okay. I am in Plymouth in the UK, in a lovely part of the UK. Um, And I'm an artist and I draw wildlife and birds and nature. Um, I've been doing that for about four years. I also work as a transcriptionist as well. So it's um, putting people's spoken words into written form, basically. And apart from that, I also take photographs a lot (laughs) when I'm out and about. So not not studio photos, but like landscapes and nature and stuff. So, yeah, that's what I do. Have you always been an artist or is it something that you discovered along the way? Yeah, pretty much. I always drew when I was younger. And my mom now is actually an artist. So she encouraged me a lot when I was a kid to do drawing and painting and stuff. But I didn't really have any patience for it then. <laughs> and my results never, you know, the result resulting pictures never quite ended up how I wanted them to. Um and so I actually didn't do anything for probably like 18, 19 years. Mm-hmm. And I saw some art. Um, it was actually in a holiday cottage I was staying in. And I was like, man, why am I not having a go at doing that? <laughs> and I discovered then that I'd actually been um, procrastinating about it for all that time. So I'd not really been conscious of it, but I had just thought I wasn't very good at it and believed what my brain was telling me. So I, yeah, I had to really start from scratch, like four, it was about five years ago. Mm -hmm. And I literally just scribbled in a sketchbook and didn't show anyone for a while, (laughs) but quickly got better because I was doing it. And I, I mean, I was, I decided that I liked drawing animals and just started doing bigger and bigger pieces of art. People were interested. Like I put them on Facebook and I realized that people liked what I was doing. So I did a website and then really quickly someone in Australia inquired about one of my pieces of art. And I was like, what? (laughs) 
what people might actually want to buy my stuff and this lady did so I freaked out and but sold it to her for I think it was like 180 quid or something so I was very happy with that and it's just kept on going from there really set up a shop and yeah I keep drawing <laughs> it's so interesting that you shared about the part where you always knew that you wanted to draw but you couldn't start because <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to be really good at it before you started and that exactly and that space between where you were and where you wanted to be that that process was something you were afraid of correct me if i'm wrong was it about procrastinating more or was it about getting it right from the beginning yeah i um i my brain works kind of literally so i i'm not one of those people that can do sort of abstract things and explore with art like that so i wanted my stuff to look real um and that's what i do now so the fact that I I didn't we weren't taught techniques at school either for art so I was I was lacking in techniques I was lacking in patience so when I attempted to do anything my brain literally told me it was rubbish um, and that despite not even trying I thought I would be rubbish so yeah. it literally paralyzed me for years I just didn't do it because I thought I wouldn't be able to produce something. Did you study art-related uh, subjects while you were in school? Only GCSE um, in school. And mm -hmm. yeah, the, our teaching was pretty rubbish. I don't even really remember it at all. And I remember being frustrated by it because I didn't know how to do things. So I think at the time, whether it was my school or just how it was in the UK at the time, we just weren't really taught. We were told to go ahead and just draw or, you know, create something with pottery. <laughs> I, just, I just thought it was always rubbish <laughs> what I did. So, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, where do you think that thought was coming from? I don't know, really. I don't know. I think it's actually part of my character that I will tend to be slightly perfectionist <laughs> and want things to be really good, even though I've never really done something before. But when I was younger, I didn't know. I, you know, I wasn't conscious of those thoughts at all. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's only as I've got older that I've realized that it's, there's a lot of self-sabotage going on in there. <laughs> But it's amazing how you pulled yourself out of it and brought yourself back into that practice. So you finally got the confidence to share it with the world as well. Yeah, that was difficult as well, the sharing it. Because, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in my 40s and we, we didn't have social media. Like most of my life, we've not had social media. <laughs> so I was terrified when I first put my art online, I really was. I don't know what I expected. And people were generally really lovely and were surprised by what I was doing. But I mean, I was surprised by what I was doing. <laughs> so it was actually really encouraging putting my stuff out there because I could hear that people did like it, which is lovely to hear. 
Oh, that's so lovely to know. Uh, I'd love if you can share your process of finding your truth. In your case, it seems like uh, drawing nature, art, and in general, art is something that feels like your truth. How you came about it? Um, I think wildlife is like wildlife and nature and stuff has always been me really even from when I was tiny when I was a little kid and I'd be booting around in compost heaps and looking at worms and finding newts under stones and stuff so it has been a fascination for me forever um, and I love animals too so I've worked with animals before um, and I'm a bird nut as well like I'll, I'll happily stare up into trees for hours <laughs> looking at birds and stuff uh, but I did when I started drawing again I didn't I didn't know what was going to happen I it wasn't a conscious thing that I would start doing wildlife and I did try doing portraits and stuff but I think I just ended up basically doing what I wanted to mm-hmm. so it, whatever felt good I just did and so that that really is I mean it's probably more than anything it's birds but I love drawing animals and I, I've not done so much of like flowers and plants and stuff but I still do enjoy drawing that as well but yeah I, I don't think I'll ever be a portrait <laughs> person or even pets I don't particularly enjoy doing people's pets I have no idea why but yeah so I I just kind of listened to what felt nice basically Mm-hmm. Uh, I was wondering about it because you have a very specific style of drawing and celebrating wildlife and nature yeah. to, to your art and it looks true to you and I was curious where it was coming from and now by listening to you I can see that it's more your own love for <laughs> wildlife yeah. nature and birds that's coming through your art yeah I mean it's it yeah it's funny how it just kind of leaks through everything but I I mean it's so massively important to me the outside world and you know that we look after it and stuff and we should be inspired by it because we you know it's our home isn't it Mm -hmm. so I'm yeah I'm just passionate about wildlife and nature basically (laughs) so I think yeah it probably was natural that it ended up that my art would include it and I yeah I love doing it (laughs) yeah your artwork is amazing Um, oh thank you (laughs) why is it important for you to create draw explore and celebrate wildlife and nature this way oh why is it important well, I mean, creating is important for me because I can't not. And I don't, I don't really know a way of explaining that properly. But the thought of not um, drawing <laughs> is just weird now. Um, now I've got started. The thought of never drawing animals and stuff again is just unthinkable. But yeah, I, I think it, I'm starting to get... Um, more of a motivation to produce things so other people can, you know, other people can have it on their wall and remain connected with it every day. So, you know, we're all so busy 
and yet it is worth thinking about the world outside so I mean hopefully the more we are inspired by it and the more we love it we will protect it mm-hmm. I hope anyway Jill have you ever struggled with creative confidence in <laughs> in your work in your art uh, yes <laughs> yeah I have definitely struggled with confidence I mean um if you ask me if I was confident uh, like generally I well, I mean now it's a bit different but had you asked me a few months ago a couple of years ago I would have said I didn't feel confident at all um but then I think I have had a bit of a a wrong definition of confidence in my head because I took it to mean as um, something bigger, like being able to take on the world or something massive like that. And then when you look at the meaning of it, which is just trusting your own abilities, basically, mm-hmm. um, it, it becomes a bit more real, like maybe I do actually have some confidence. And particularly if I turn it around, and think so do I always doubt my abilities and I would have to say no I don't I I don't spend every day thinking oh I can't do this I can't do this and so I I kind of am coming to the realization that in the everyday things I do in what I'm practiced at what I enjoy doing so um the drawing that I'm used to doing, my style of drawing over the years, um, and the writing that I do for work, I don't ever doubt that I can do it. So it seems slightly strange still in my brain now that that means that I am confident in what I do. Mm-hmm. Doing something new, that's different. I mean, then get the fear you know I, I, it feels uncomfortable so something like um doing a drawing in a different media give me some charcoal and I will feel nervous <laughs> because I am not used to using it and I don't really understand how it you know how it works on the paper properly mm-hmm. and I have to feel it just get on with it feel the discomfort when I do it and kind of accept that it might not look as perfect as I want it to. And that's fine. Right. right. But yeah. The, the pra- I know if I do it, though, practice it, practice it. And that confidence comes, you know, trusting that you will be able to do it. But it takes doing it and a lot, I think. <laughs> that I, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does. I agree with you. And also because, like the way you said, you have to kind of feel that discomfort of yeah. not knowing yet, of figuring out as you go. And that process is something that teaches you um, a lot more about your own self and your own abilities. Yeah, I mean, it, it comes into everything new pretty much, doesn't it? Unless you don't have any expectations of the outcome and then you might just go into it relaxed. But if you want something to 
be good or work well and you've never done it before or you've done it very few times mm -hmm. it, it can feel really horrible can't it and your yeah. your body and your brain is just telling you don't don't do it <laughs> no because um it's new and your brain is not used to it and it doesn't feel safe there and it yeah, wants exactly. to keep you safe so that's why it kind of i don't want to use the word manipulate but that's coming <laughs> that's the one coming into my mind right now it kind of manipulates you in seeing the other side of the picture that if you don't try it you won't fail yeah it's it's so bonkers in a way though isn't it because that the one way that you will fail is by not doing it yeah. <laughs> so yeah it's one of those cat 22 things that um yeah you don't really have much choice but to dive in and feel the fear basically <laughs> just do it yeah it's interesting how we have to find a way to be with the fear and practice the things that we long to do and yeah. we know that that is something our heart desires yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but it's also because we somehow connect our um our work and uh, whatever we are doing with some kind of outcome and once our our brain is more focused on that outcome we can't and also because we set quite high bars for ourselves so we yeah. can't really let go of them <laughs> yeah that's something I definitely don't have an answer for because that is something I really struggle with still that um that I I do tend to have a high expectation so there is always a certain amount of I mean it's it's not so much fear but yeah the thought that I might not be able to do it but then it's it, I I'm just learning to accept that it is okay if it's not perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, in in the grand scheme of things in your life, I, you know, there's some drawings I don't even remember doing, and yet at the time I was like, ah, oh, it's going to be awful. But it doesn't matter. There's, you know, it really doesn't matter, and it doesn't define me. That if my drawing isn't that great. I'm still okay. I'm still me. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's it's difficult to get it to sink in though, because we do attach results to ourselves sometimes. I think, yeah. Oh, I know that feeling very well. <laughs> yeah, um, I think a lot of us do, don't we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I think I can relate to that experience because whatever I'm doing right now was something I always wanted to do. But yeah. I didn't even start it because I wanted to get it perfect from right from the beginning. And I wanted <laughs> to know exactly what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Doesn't work like that. No. <laughs> Unfortunately, that would be so nice, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's also because when I started to feel the fear, let's say, um, go through that process myself i learned that even if i produce b minus work i'm still mm. me just like you said i'm still yeah. worthy of being here yeah. and of sharing my b minus work yeah exactly and we 
kind of remembering that we're all like that too. Like no one starts with, well, I, I don't know, maybe there are the odd people who can, <laughs> but most people start not being able to do something well. And they literally just get on with it and practice it. And I mean, people who become experts at things, practice, 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 practice forever. So yeah, I, I, I kind of believe that the just doing it is just the massive thing in it. Because if you don't, you're not going to get anywhere, are you? Yeah, right. This is reminding me of a quote. I don't exactly remember it, but it's, it's something about the gap, the gap from where you start and where you want to be. There's a gap between it and nobody talks about it because it's really hard. For some people, it's days. For other people, it's weeks and years. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I think, is that an author, actually? I think, he, yeah, he's talking about... Um, that's the one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the name, but the quote was quite long. So I yeah, it is. Exactly <laughs> but I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. It's an amazing one. It kind of explains what we are trying to discuss here. Yes. Yeah, it does. It is also about the beginner stage. I think um, because that's the hardest one. Starting something new, beginning on something new is the hardest part. Once you start, it takes its own flow. Yeah. But getting into that flow and just saying yes to it in the first place is the hardest part. I agree. <laughs> it looks like in the beginning, your struggles were more regarding procrastination and perfectionism. Yeah. What do you think your struggles are right now where you are in your journey? Um, well, actually, some of the same, really. <laughs> which, which is great to know it never changes um but yeah I I am always gonna have the little voice in my head that will tell me that I'm not not so good when I'm trying new and different things so you know exploring new ways of drawing using different media I did a, a massive um drawing which really did fill me with fear <laughs> I was like <laughs> I don't know if I can do it but I just got on with it and did it so there, there is a certain element of trusting myself that something will come out of it come now of it. yeah um there is also um I really struggle with uh kind of selling myself and what I do so mm -hmm. it's it's not something that comes naturally and I, I presume it doesn't to most people but yeah that that is something I definitely struggle with and when you want to sell stuff it's kind of important to be <laughs> selling it <laughs> but yeah I'm yet to find a nice comfortable place on that one. <laughs> oh, so so am I <laughs> yeah <laughs> It's, it's frustrating because you, when you you believe in what you do and yet it, it just feels kind of awkward sometimes <laughs> trying to promote you I guess it's not really promoting yourself though is it it's no it, it's promoting what you're believing in and what you're creating so yeah, yeah. but yeah. it's it's hard to focus on that when it's yours yeah. 
exactly yeah and we can't help but be connected to it because it's a passion thing isn't it you know when you really want to do it it's important to you isn't it Mm. it's so easy to promote someone else and their work because you know you can see why or um, why they're so passionate about it but when it comes to your own work and you attach your own self with that work because it's really hard to detach your own passion with whatever you're doing and present it like this is what I believe in (laughs) yeah 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 I I do agree with that and that is definitely a big struggle really but um yeah work on it I'm working on it (laughs) (laughs) so how are you living your truth out loud despite all those struggles I I think it's going back to the just getting on and doing it Mm-hmm. And the fact that I I find I would find it harder to not just get on and do things now, mm-hmm. so I I it's harder and harder all the time to procrastinate about it because it just feels like I have to do it. It's something I love and it's all fine. And I guess I tend to do what I love as well, what feels right. right. Um. So if I was thinking maybe it's also because there comes a point after you have procrastinated for for a bit for a while and there comes a point when it becomes a now or never moment and you just have you just want to try it out and see where it goes yeah yeah and it's always worth trying things isn't it even if it feels a bit horrible at the time you never know where it's going to take you do you what does your creative process look like on a more day-to-day basis? How do you like to spend your days? Uh, well, I, I actually don't tend to draw every day. Because um, my, my drawings take a long time to complete. So I tend to do a few hours at a time when I've got the time to do it. Mm-hmm. So... It, that isn't a daily thing but it is at least every week and pro- probably more than every week but uh, the other thing that well, the biggest thing for me is getting outside and walking and I know it's, it, it doesn't seem very creative <laughs> but for me it is like I walk a lot and it is rare if I don't get out every day but it kind of refreshes the brain and you know everything is easier if I've been outside and got some fresh air and had some space um so I I do daily writing as well so I always write when I get back from my walks every day mm-hmm. and yeah so that that is actually strangely a big part of my <laughs> creative process but but isn't directly if you see what I mean yeah but yeah yeah Oh, I think I, I don't think it's strange. I think it's the way you you fuel your creative inspiration. Yeah. And it kind of brings it back to you and your art. <laughs> yeah, and I guess it is related to what I do anyway, isn't it? The, the, yeah. You know, being outside and wildlife and stuff. So, yeah, I, don't, I can't imagine not, not getting out every day, to be honest. <laughs> What would you like to say to someone who might be struggling with something similar in their journey? Yeah, it's probably, that's probably come up a few times actually, hasn't yeah. it? Just doing yes. it. I wish someone had told me that. Like, <laughs> I know. Ago. Just do it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, I, I think if someone would have said it to me, <laughs> I might have not done it. That, that's very true, actually, isn't it? I, yeah, <laughs> I had to, you know, come, come to this conclusion myself so I can finally yeah. do it or try it. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have a closing question that I would like to ask every guest. What does living a wholehearted creative life look like for you, Jen? Ah, well, that is um, turning up, practicing, um, whether it's drawing or writing or photos or whatever, whatever I want to do, and being kind to myself with the outcome and most of all have fun with it and enjoy it so yeah that's it for me where can we find you online Jill ah right yeah I am online on Instagram on at Jill Diamond Art and I have a website which is jilldiamondart.co.uk yeah that's where you'll find me (laughs) perfect thank you so much for being here Thank you for having me. All the links we mentioned will be over on my website, hirasamad.com forward slash podcast, H-I-R-A-S-A-H-M-E-D dot com forward slash podcast. If you have any thoughts or you would like to share your personal story, you can use the hashtag living your truth podcast and you can find me over on Instagram at hirasamad.com. If you think you have a friend who might benefit from this conversation, please share the link of this episode with them. And thank you so much for listening to the episode. It would really help me and the podcast if you take a moment to subscribe and review the podcast. You can find more about me and the work I do over on my website. There you can also subscribe to my thoughtful letters. I write letters every other Sunday where I share personal insights, personal stories and my experience of living my truth out loud and I would love to connect with you.